Lord of mercy if it ain't Monday morning. Ladies and gentlemen of the Flat Earth, it's two minutes past ten, it's Monday morning, it's the 5th of November, remember, remember, the 5th of November, millennials are all eating asses, they're too busy to try and take down the government with explosives and fireworks and sort of beard work, sort of pointy rockabilly devil style beard work. It was Guy Fawkes, the sort of original sort of rockabilly devil. I don't know. Maybe. But these days, I'm afraid millennials are just too goddamn busy eating ass, drinking craft beer, vaping, riding electric micro scooters, and looking at memes, quite frankly, to try and make any sort of significant, you know, political revolution. It's not going to happen. The TV, apparently. So might as well just get straight into it. Apparently, teenage pregnancy is falling, is, is dramatically falling, because teenagers are just on their phones. They're not even shagging anymore. Just like, no, I'm too busy looking at memes. Good on them. Ladies and gentlemen, they're filling up the chat. Um, I can see them. Decent folk, decent, honest, God-fearing lobsters. All out for a better way of life. All out for a better way of just getting shit done, getting through the day, making ends meet. Taking on a bit of responsibility every now and again. Doing right by their fellow man, woman, child. They're just doing what they goddamn can. We're going to get through the news. We're going to get through some absolute bangers. That first one is called Alpha. It was by Break. It's off his new album. And it's a spicy little number. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Monday morning. Welcome. Coffee and memes. Steady job and a couple extra lobsters. That's all I want. You're getting on, you're pushing 30, Sluggy. You know, it's time to think about getting some ambition. Um, I always figured I'd live a little bit longer without it. Don't forget, kid, that what you're trying to do here is to be bright and chipper and entertaining and, and intelligent and sort of glitzy. And that's funny and it's, it's, it's kind of cool and it's interesting and it's edgy and all of that. It, it puts that facade of momentary charisma on you. And if you don't play that out, you actually fail. The lobster patriarchy has many of the top memes. Many of the top memes. Many of the top memes. The lobster patriarchy has many of the top memes. And that is so true that it's almost unbelievable. Oh, shit. If the intro ain't done, got itself done remixed. Lord a mercy. Lobsters. Yep, you're damn right. The lobster patriarchy does have many of the top memes. Not all of the top memes, I will say that, but many of them. Certainly many. 
Right, there's a whole bag of absolute bloody madness uh, going on today. We've got time travellers, we've got end of days, biblical prophecies, uh, we've got uh, STI news, sex robot news, um, pfft, ghosting your cock. It's just no need, is there? It's just no need. Um, and the other news stories I didn't get through last uh, last week: Bitcoin destroying the environment, uh, fat being d- uh, donated by liposuction patients to make soap. <sighs> All manner of absolute nonsense. Anyway, what we got in the uh, we've got a whole big fresh sack of bangers this week as well. And we will try and crown one of them shoe thrower of the week. Got new bits by Traced, uh, Inside Info. Uh, some classic Mephius. Uh Quentin Hiatus, which is uh, uh that's one of my f- more favourite uh, more favouritest drum and bass names of recent. Uh Upgrade, Kazra, Beniel, and uh Cypher. I'll be honest, none of those sounding like IKEA furniture, which is a nice welcome change. But we'll see whether or not, you know, they can actually stand up to the to the just raw might and power of drum and bass producers who have names that sound like Ikea furniture. Publi, Blinth, uh, Schlub, and uh, Schbleebly. It sounds like something out of Rick and Morty, quite honestly. And I, for one, won't stand for it. Anyway, look, let's just get into the madness. Um, Here we go. Time Traveller from Year 6000 claims dinosaurs return to Earth in 4529 to be kept in zoos. The woman, known only as Chloe from Finland claims that she could not resist uh, but pick a very beautiful plant from a skyscraper and wants the world to see it. And I blurred her face out. That's a bit of a shame. Uh, a woman claiming to be a time traveller says she's returned from the year 6000. Not much has changed, but they live underwater. I, I'm sure I've brought this up before on some show or other, but busted, they've been to the year 3000. Um, so time travelling is obviously possible, otherwise they wouldn't have been able to write that song. But they've been to the year 3000, they say not much has changed, really, very little has changed, in fact. Uh, apart, uh, Well, I mean, we live underwater. Oh, that's not much change, is it, Busted? The, you, the entire world being underwater is not much of a change to you. What, what constitutes a significant change in your book, Busted? Like, I don't know, the world has somehow just turned into uh, a kumquat, and is populated only by a single mouse called Jeffrey. Would that be a significant change for you, busted? You slags? Anyway, I digress. Um, she has a, she's, been, she's returned from the year 6000 and has a strange item to prove it. The grandmother, who says her name is Chloe and she's from Finland, also claims dinosaurs uh, returned to the earth in 4529 and are kept in zoos as people considered that they were not so dangerous. <laughs> right. Uh, but she goes on to say how they are later allowed in places such as jungles and safaris. Um, but they then exterminated all the other animals and humans in those areas. See, dinosaurs can't be trusted, can they? It's not like having a cat where you can just let it go out and it sort of noses about, I don't know, kills a mice, plays with some ball of string, gets absolutely razzed off its tits on bloody um, catnip. Oh no, hold on a second. Cats sell drugs, don't they? They steal drugs and then they sell drugs. Cats are a menace. Um, Chloe said that she was initially sceptical and fearful of going in the time travel machine. (laughs) Guess you would be, wouldn't you? But agreed on August the third in nineteen sixty six. Cool. Uh, she says she sat in a chair where her arms and feet were fixed, and a metal tube was placed on her head. An electric current then ran through her body. Uh, she told Apex TV. I thought just for a second that I said Apex Twin. Then that would be nice. Apex Twin has decided to interview a time traveller. I mean, that's if a time if someone came back and went. If I met someone and they'd come back and they're like, oh, I've just come back from uh, the year 6000, I'd be like, oh, right, there's much change. They're like, nah, not really. Oh, we live under war. Anyway, look, you should probably do an interview with someone. Yeah, it's a good idea, actually. It'd be, it'd be nice to tell everyone about what's going on. Who should we do the interview with? Aphex Twin? Yeah, cool. I think it'd be just the right guy. Uh, hello, Richard. Got, uh, got it. Yeah, yeah, the year 6000. Yeah, all right, cool. All right, see you in an hour. An electric current ran through her body, she told Apex TV in an interview. I lost my conscience. Okay. Uh, I lost my conscience, she said. Uh, the next second, I opened my eyes in the middle of the street. I travelled to 6,000 year. 
Describing what she could see, she said, The ground was entirely green with trees and flowers. Skyscrapers were peeking out of the trees. One of the most interesting facts was the plants were not similar to those which we uh, we used to see because of genetic engineering. Hmm. I also wanted to say that there were lots of animals. Walking around, I saw cats and foxes. I saw snakes and slithers in the plants of skyscrapers. Okay. Uh, Chloe claims that she could not resist but pick a very beautiful plant um, from a skyscraper and put it in her pocket. It was so nice I couldn't resist and picked it up. Chloe then proceeds to get an object out of a white plastic carrier bag and show it to the camera, claiming it was an ancient plant called uh, Rocalororo, okay, uh, uh, which was uh, revived in the year 6000. It looks like you spray-painted a twig. You spray-painted a twig silver. Okie dokie. Uh, she reveals that the plant is evidence of her time travel to prove it is not a delusion. Okie dokie. Um, describing the skyscrapers, she said they are made of unusual metallic material surrounded by plants. Everywhere was electric current. Uh, there was no gas, no petrol, and such things uh, that polluted the environment. Beginning from 2300 year, uh, there will be no such profession as policemen, as people at birth will be inserted a chip into the eye. So, it goes, this probably warrants a Geordie accent, but I'm not, uh, <laughs> I think we've gone too far. Uh, so in a case of a crime, it would be immediately revealed in seconds. So no need for police. Cool. Um, Chloe goes on to say how she saw unknown creatures swimming in a lake that were like people. Uh, she later realised they were Neanderthals. She's very mixed up, isn't she? I think I'm, uh, I had many different gadgets and considered um, that consisted of Uranus and Electric. Uh, yeah, she's ill, isn't she? Bless her. Um, I think what's, poss- what's possible here is that she's done too many dingers and lost her mind, or that she's maybe she's done DMT, um, or some sort of uh, you know psychedelic, and uh, she's had a great time by the sounds of it, but she's uh, not quite come out the other side um, uh, to sort of be able to distinguish trip from reality. I don't know. Maybe she's maybe she just needs a bit of a longer come down. Could be. Maybe, I, I think I've always thought that it's best to just drink through a come down and just gradually taper off the booze until you're roughly back to normality. Maybe I'll get in touch and suggest that. I think, uh, you know, it's nice to help out, isn't it? You know, it's nice to put the lobster crew at good use. Anyway, uh, Benny L. Uh, Monsters. I think it's Benny L. and Shimon. Uh, Sub-Zero Remix. Uh, this is quite a nice bit of gear. I think this is on, um, yeah, Shimon's label, Audio Porn. If you've been to the year 6000, don't hesitate to get in touch with the show. I'd love to hear from you. Yeah, you're right. She does sound less confused than the woman who's marrying a ghost. Shout out to everyone who subscribed to the podcast so far. The Coffee and Memes podcast is now available absolutely everywhere you can get podcasts. iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Overcast. Goddamn everywhere. (laughs) 
Called Monsters, remixed by Sub Zero, originally by Beniel and Shimon. Shimon. It's on audio porn, it's a nice bit of gear that. Okay. Good references of ghosts, that I'm a fan of. Yeah. Okie dokie. Right, look, okay, look, fine. I know what you're all here for. I know you, you know, there's no point in. Uh, Doing the research on your own when I'm here to facilitate it for you. Sex Robot News. I'll sing the jingle. Sex Robot News. Sex Robot News. Having sex with an inanimate object because you can't get a woman to fuck you. Sex Robot News. Sponsored by the Incel Clown Posse. Right. Virtual reality sex suit lets men experience realistic intercourse all on their own. Uh, Warning explicit content. The new version of getting up close and personal doesn't even need to involve a real person, thanks to technology. Fucking result. Virtual reality is set to change the way we use uh, technology, but one innovation has gone a step further than most day-to-day activities, using it to simulate sex. Simulate sex. The point of Illusion VR is to give you the notion that you are having intercourse. The kit uses a headset similar to the well-known Oculus Rift, which delivers uh, uh, visually directly to visuals directly to your eyes and has a bodysuit that's got sensors attached to it. There is also a moving machine with breast-like additions to give the experience a more compelling feeling. Right, this is truly terrifying end-of-day stuff. It's exactly what you imagine, uh, really, when if you were to sort of... I don't know, give, give virtual reality sex a sort of matrixy feel to it. Like, okay, so I'm going to get it up on the screen. Um, <laughs> just b- uh, buckle up, basically. The <laughs> Oh, sweet Jesus. Um, where is it? Come on. Why aren't you, why aren't you, why aren't you there? It's just, uh, yeah, virtual reality sex suit. Come on. Why, uh, why are you not there? Why are you not there? All right, oh, bear with me. Don't worry, it's worth it. It's definitely worth it. Yep. Oh, baby Jesus. Oh, come on. There we go. Okay, so that's fairly harrowing, um, but it gets worse. <laughs> um, wait till we click play. Um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, okay, that's one of the more disturbing things I've ever seen in my life, uh, to be honest with you. So for anyone just listening on the podcast... Okay, imagine a man in a morph suit, in one of those sort of skin-type morph suits. He's got a VR headset on. Uh, then he's got these sort of gloves, uh, fingerless gloves. And he has what appears to be a flashlight with then an attachment on top of it, which are these sort of motorized boobs that he's squeezing. So it's like a... Um, the best way to describe it? It looks... Um, it, there's been no attempt really to make the device attached to his peen and with the boobs on it look anywhere near human. It's just like a set of boobs um, with a sort of plastic backing 
then attached by sort of metal rods to a flashlight, uh, which he's got his lad in. And uh, he's just going at it, hammer and tongs, while very peculiar music plays. Uh, yeah. Oh, and it's really good. Oh, okay. And then what he's watching is a sort of anime porn. And uh, I don't want to live on this earth anymore. I don't want to. I don't want to be alive. Uh, I was with my dad at, uh, on Friday, and he said, "I'm glad I'm on my way out of this world rather than coming into it." And uh, I mean, I guess at 34, I'm right in the thick of it. You know, I'm. I really am. You know, if I live to 70, effectively now I'm sort of middle aged. I'm in the the real. Am I at the peak of my life? Am I at the top of the bell curve? Oh, fucking hell. Hey, this news article is from 2016. Stuff must have come on a long way from here. Sex robot turns humans on by getting it, them to fondle its private parts. Yeah, but this is... Ro- All right, okay, so this, this might as well. Why not? Let's just get into it. Um, this robot, he looks like a... Um, uh, it looks like a toy robot. There's, it, it's not a sort of human-style sex robot. It just looks like um, uh, a, a fun robot that you might give to someone for Christmas. Um, here he is. Yeah, he's a, little, he's a cute little fella. He's just going about his business, and he's like, touch my cock. Come on, that's it. Yeah, you turned on now. Oh, wow, your hair, your hair is nice. I love what you've done with it. Has that been cut recently or have you had a new color in there? That's it. Touch my unit. Touch my robot unit. Uh, um, yeah, so this, is, this has got all the hallmarks of a perfect coffee and meme story, really. Technology now has the power to sexually arouse us, it appears, as it appears that groping a robot's private parts turns humans on. Fondling the bottom or gentle area of a humanoid robot triggers physiological arousal in humans, a study has found. The bot, who resembles, uh, who, <laughs> whose resemblance hovers between C-3PO and Wally. Uh, was none, nonetheless uh, found to offer sexual simulation as it was programmed to verbally instruct participants to touch 13 parts of its body. The study echoes reports that said sex robots could be the biggest trend of 2016. This is quite old as well. This is, yeah. Oh, look at his little face. He's an absolute psycho. I don't, I just, I'm a bit terrified by him. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's it. Come on. Touch my erogenous zones. Yeah, this is truly terrifying stuff, ladies and gentlemen. And I'm sorry I have to report on it, but I really do feel it's my duty. Anyway, here's Ski Mask by Kazra.
I'm very much pro-man. Uh, you know, I think men are pretty cool. And, you know, I'm a defender of men. But I must say... <laughs> uh, the, the guys uh, doing this... Inventing these, these, these sex robots that ask you to touch its junk. Or the suits... You're not doing the rest of us any favours. You're not making the rest of us look good. <laughs> you're, br- you're bringing down the average. <laughs> Ollie Hooper says, are we afraid of Boston Dynamic sex robots? A Boston Dynamic sex robot, I feel, would possibly be the most terrifying thing you could ever imagine. as Because they're just so sort of highly tuned to be... I don't know, it just sort of would come up to you, sort of... It would probably be a little bit like those sort of robot dog things in that episode of Black Mirror. The one where there's just that woman running away for like half an hour and panting. <laughs> While a sort of weird robot dog chases her. Like, yeah, great, great work, uh, Charlie Brooker. But it would just come up to you and it would bring out some sort of like hand tunnel. It would just go... And you're just jeers in about 15 seconds. Or maybe even less. Maybe 15 milliseconds. Yeah, then the little bastard would just parkour itself out of the window, leap off into the distance. You'd never see it again. Just be ghosted by a robot. Oh, that's the future millennials want. Getting ghosted by a robot. You know what, actually? It's not even the millennials. It's the Gen Z. They're, they're doing all their sex online. They're not having sex in real life. No one's getting pregnant anymore. It's the end of the human race. It's not right. That's Ski Mask by Kazra, and, all, and although I talked a lot of shit over the top of it, it's a really great record. I'm uh, definitely a fan of that one. Nice one. Uh, man having penis filler injection, a surprise gift for girlfriend, explains why he wants his second round. <sighs> Bless him, Paul Lamb. Uh, Abdul Hassan is within the NHS's normal range for penis length and girth. It's good to know that they have one. Um but says he still feels a bit ashamed when comparing himself to other men at the gym. Uh, now, I would give you a word of advice there, uh, Mr. Hassan, that um, there's a, there's a thing, there's, there are growers and there are showers. Uh, the best thing to do is just to assume that all those fellas at the gym are showers and that they, the peens don't actually get any bigger when erect. They just merely solidify in the same size and just assume that, uh, well, unless, you know, uh, unless yours again same size but just hard just assume that you, you it's bigger that that, that maybe maybe you're because you probably i don't know what gym you go to but you're probably not seeing erect penises at the gym you're probably just seeing sort of flaccid ones as the man they put their one leg cock a leg up onto the onto the sort of bench thing and then they do the lathering and the slathering with the moisturizer oh really with the slathering oh too much slathering then that's presumably when you see it flopping around, yeah, all of that, all of that business. Just assume that they just don't get any bigger when they're when when they're um, you know hefted. Um, anyway, a man who has uh, who was having a penis filler injection as a surprise gift to his girlfriend has explained why he wants the procedure for the second time. Penis fillers designed to increase a man's girth are growing in popularity despite warnings over botched DIY injections. Yikes! Don't just don't just don't inject stuff into your into your into your unit by yourself. Look, if if it's something you're desperate for, go go to see a professional. Do not buy um, it on the internet on the dark web. Do not buy it from a man in a pub. Uh, do not buy it down a back alley. Uh, do not buy it from 
I don't know, a drum and bass DJ out the back. Of, I know a lot of drum and bass DJs have side hustles. Um, Subfocus is a greengrocer. Um, I know uh, Nikki Black Market does a trade in Persian rugs. And I know some drum and bass DJs, I don't, I'm not going to name them, uh, do sell um, penis filler out the back of raves. I've been out there in the in the green room at Fabric, and I've been offered numerous, actually numerous different DJs. I think it's a little bit like, um, I think it's kind of sort of pyramid selling sort of stuff. It's a bit like the Juice Plus, you know, like maybe you've got old female school friends who've then sort of hit you up. You're like, oh, what's uh, what's Jenny getting in touch for? Oh, she wants to try and sell me Juice Plus. It's a little bit like the sort of geezer version of that. They're like, oh, hey, Will, uh, how you been? Uh, I've seen the new Coffee and Meme show's going really well. <laughs> Hilarious stuff. And the tunes are all right. Um, you haven't ever thought about injecting yourself with penis filler, have you? You know, just a little bit of extra girth. It's not going to give you any more length. A little bit of extra girth. <laughs> uh, I'm not saying that your girlfriend's unsatisfied. I'm not saying that you can't satisfy a woman. I'm not saying that. That's what I'm not saying. But... You know, everyone can use a helping hand. It's no shame in it. It's 2018. It's what the millennials want. Um, and yeah, I'm just saying that some drum and bass DJs are selling it out the back of raves and don't buy it off them. The needles are dirty. They they cut it with sawdust. It's basically just pumping your unit full of sawdust through a um, through an old syringe. It's very bad for you. Um, penis fillers are designed to increase a man's girth. Uh, we've read that bit. A penis filler is a liquid, usually... Uh, hyaluronic acid uh, that is injected into the soft tissue under the skin of the shaft but an expert says it has no effect on erect length so you're just basically creating a pie willy uh, which is no good it's a non-surgical procedure and can be done in a matter of hours at a specialist clinic costing around three grand (laughs) Jesus people will pay to have their units increase they're, they're, they're happy to pay God, there's a picture of him uh, lying down, looking at the syringe. He's got a big grin on his face, and he's like, yep, that is going to give me the girth I am after. Um, Abdul Hassan, 27, is a returning customer for penis fillers, and this time he is having them as a present for his partner. (laughs) Like, do you think he'll do that whole dick-in-the-box thing? Like, where you get, like, uh, there was a Saturday Night Live video about it with the Lonely Island guys. Where they just, like, make a really nice sort of, like, gift box, but with a hole in it. And you just put your unit through the hole and they open. Yeah, you know. Yeah, you can imagine. You can I'll put a little bow on it. It'd be nice. Just a little pink bow. Happy birthday, babe. Oh, what's that? A flaccid penis. Oh, it's wider than normal. Oh, it's what I've always wanted. Oh, uh, yeah, so you didn't get me those shoes I wanted or that, you know, I don't know, a car or a new laptop or... I don't know, I don't know what people want for their birthday. Some 34-year-old man. No one wants anything at our age. Um, he's been with her for eight years. Look, she's stayed with you for eight years. She's obviously, like... She's obviously learned to accept um, your pencil-thin peen. Uh, he's been with her for eight years, but says it still plays on his mind whether he can please her sexually. Have you asked? Have you tried asking? Excuse me, love. Uh, yes, darling. Can I please you sexually? Um, yeah. What, right now? No, I mean, d- d- do I? Uh, yeah, more or less, roughly speaking. Probably. Yeah, probably. What do you mean, probably? Yeah, you probably, probably do. Yeah. Right, okay, thanks. Last time he had filler, she was 100% surprised. <laughs> She's definitely going to be surprised when he does it again. Uh, he told the Victoria Derbyshire programme, whatever that may be, I thought, one more can't hurt. Yeah, that's how it starts. And then you're like 17 in and it's like about the size of a Frey Bantos pie. It makes me happy for some reason. Uh, for Abdul, low self-esteem was the reason for wanting a 10 millimetre filler. Okay, so you're going to put an extra 10 mil on it, an extra centimetre in girth. Guess that's a significant girth, buddy. Don't do it. I don't know if it's really if it's if it if, if there's no. Pic- I want detailed, zoomed in before and after shots. That's why I'm looking. This is a long article, man. This goes all the way down. Yeah, I want before and after shots. Otherwise, I can't. Like you know, if it's not that much of an issue, I want to get in touch with him and say, brother, don't worry, don't worry about it, man. Don't worry. Um, or just wear an extra thick condom. That'll bulk it up by another couple of couple of mil. Anyway, here's upgrade. Do it good. <laughs> 
everybody don't stop, don't miss it. Ladies pop your pussy like this. Shake your body, don't stop. The chat's gone overly quiet on this one. Pussy like this. Shake your body, don't stop, don't miss it. Ladies pop your pussy like this. Shake your body, don't stop, don't miss it. All you ladies pop your pussy like this. Shake your body, don't stop, don't miss it. Ladies pop your pussy like this. Shake your body, don't stop, don't miss it. Maybe we should see if one of the lobster crew is prepared to sort of uh, sacrifice themselves as a guinea pig uh, in the name of science and banter to get some penis injections. Maybe we could start a GoFundMe page, raise the three grand, um, and get some decent before and after shots. So I guess you'd probably not not want to be too much of a prude or uh, just to really be prepared to sort of lay down your dignity for science. Yeah, that is Upgrade Do It Good, sampling my neck, my back. Um, yeah, uh, uh, Joe White saying, man, I would drop my neck, my back at any birthday party, bar mitzvah, funeral, wedding. It's all good, and I'm inclined to agree. Uh, right, come on, where are we? Let's get this Bitcoin one done. Scientists say Bitcoin is destroying the environment, and we're all doomed! We're all doomed! That's the wrong one. We're all doomed! It's appalling. Uh, if you're thinking, uh, <laughs> there is a gigantic typo in the first sentence of this article. It reads, if you're thinking of making your thinking of making your fortune through Bitcoin, you may want to just spare a thought for the environment. Yeah, why not? Let's just double up the first six words of that. Who gives a fuck? It's the Metro. I don't care. 
According to scientists at the University of University of Hawaii, are you kidding me? Jesus, what's wrong with it? They let the work experience boy, Jeff Parsons, sort your fucking life out. Like, I know my reading's pretty bad, but like, twice in a row, the first two sentences. If you're thinking of making your thinking of making your fortune, according to scientists at the University of University of Hawaii, the energy cost of mining the cryptocurrency could lead to a two-degree temperature rise within the next 20 years. Could do. Mining Bitcoin involves running computer, uh, running computer equipment around the clock to solve increasingly complex cryptographic puzzles, which themselves are verifying other payments made by Bitcoin that, over time, create more of the currency. While many individuals and organisations have jumped on this new form of wealth creation, the resulting spike in electricity usage is really worrying scientists. Them them scientists, they do get worried easily, though. A bunch of bloody hypochondriacs, these scientists. Currently, the emissions from transportation, housing and food are considered the main contributors to ongoing climate change, said Katie Talladay, a member of the research team at the University of University of Hawaii. The research illustrates that Bitcoin should be added to the list. According to you lot... Uh, the research has found that if Bitcoin users gather pace at the speed of emerging technologies like credit cards and smartphones did, the Earth could see global warming uh, of 2 degrees Celsius as early as uh, 2033 as a result of the energy consumption. Climate scientists have predicted that increasing warming above uh, 1.5 degrees could have catastrophic consequences, including extreme heat waves, severe drought, the extinction of coral reefs, not to mention the inevitable sea level rise. Build an arc. Start building an arc. Bitcoin is a cryptocurrency with heavy hardware requirements, and this obviously translates into large electricity demands. Randy Rollins, another member of the team, commented. <laughs> All right, Randy. That's Randy spelt with an I as well. Hey, Randy. Hey, Randy Rollins. Big dick Randy Rollins. What he's got a nice, He's had a new injection into his penai. Oh, stop hating on the Bitcoin, Randy Randy Rollins. Go out and sling dick. Sling dick with three hands. The team looked at the power efficiency of computers typically used to mine Bitcoin, the geographic location of mining operations, and the CO2 emissions involved in generating electricity in those countries. They concluded that the use of bitcoins in 2017 was responsible for some 69 million metric tons of CO2 equivalent emissions. The research has been published in the scientific journal Nature Climate Change, uh, but some bitcoin experts have taken taken issues with the study. Now, I don't actually know what any of this means, but I'm going to read it out anyway. Oh my god, it gets better. They estimate bitcoins energy usage by taking the total energy cost of Bitcoin and dividing it by the number of transactions in 2017 and then extrapolating that figure to 314 billion transactions. For this study to make sense, Bitcoin issuance would have to become fixed with no decrease. All L2 tech would have to evaporate. Uh, Bitcoin would have to scale up to 310 billion transactions on chain. Miners would need to use the local energy mix precisely. Blocks would have to be 3.2 gigabytes. Well, I'm sold uh, that this Nick Bring Back Fabs Carter on Twitter uh, appears to have totally debunked that. I guess. I don't know. Um, anyway, they go on to talk a lot more bollocks, but I think we've got the general gist of that. Right, here's this Quentin Hiatus tune. This is cool. This is on program. This is weird. I like it. I like the name Quentin Hiatus as well. He sounds like a sort of, I don't know, a sort of learned fop, learned Victorian fop. Hello, Quentin Hiatus here. We're taking whiskey and cigars in the library. Please make sure the women leave. Yeah, I'm sort of taking the insane clown posse uh, <laughs> stance on scientists. <laughs> they're just they're just talking bollocks.
This is nice. I like this. It's called Interwoven. Quentin Hiatus. Interwoven by Quentin Hiatus. It's on program. It's a naughty bit of gear. I'm into it. I'm into it. I'll give that four lobsters out of five. Behold, the Halloweeny, the hot new sex toy that will ghost your penis. Alan Scott from the Metro reports, 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 reports. It's Halloween, so everything must be spooky, even your sex toys. Why not? Thankfully, Cam Soda. Hey, we've had Cam Soda on before, haven't we? They're doing some VR porn shit, aren't they? With the yeah, yeah, with the tech, with the tech, with the uh, teledildonics. Uh, the same company behind snazzy knitted penis socks for Halloween. Hmm. I have a little little pipe at them. Oh yeah, that is pretty snazzy. It's in the shape of a shark. Uh, it's knitted, uh, hopefully by someone's grandma, and there's some sexy babes holding them. What's not to like? Uh, they've created what they're calling the Halloweenie. Uh, it's not actually very scary. The Halloweenie is a sex toy that looks like a hollowed out penis. Uh, you stick your dick inside. Easy. <laughs> All right, jobs are good in. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Sorted. The toy is fitted with teledildonics technology. Yes! Uh, which essentially means it's a smart toy linked to connected dildos. Wow. Um, do you reckon you can link it up to more than... More than one at once. You could get girls all around the world, all connected to your Halloweeny, and then you could you could pleasure them all uh, at the same time. It'd be a bit fun, wouldn't it? Um, maybe I'm wearing one now. Maybe there are girls out there watching the show, listening. There aren't. Uh, I mean, there are some girls who watch the show. They're just not hooked up with teledildonics technology, as far as I know. Um. Uh, which essentially means it's a star- smart toy linked to connected dildos. Uh, when someone else uses the paired dildo, the sensation is matched with the Halloweeny, uh, which replicates the feeling of your penis. Get it? Got it. Uh, there's also ghost mode, which allows people to remotely control the sex toy anonymously. Okay, I right, guess that's one way of getting around it. Uh, so you can casually go about your day with your penis in a Halloweeny, enjoying all kinds of treats without anyone being the wiser. I don't know, I reckon people would spot that pretty quickly if you've got... I mean, you'd need to have a hard-on for it to be uh, worth worth it, really, wouldn't you? And so then you're going to have to have you have a hard-on the whole time, then with a sort of sleeve around it that presumably... Uh, I mean, it presumably is fairly... It's got to have stuff in it that kind of, I don't know, gubbins, to, to, so you could feel stuff. I mean, it's going to be a bit of a thing to have, like, strapped to your leg all day. Uh, or you can turn off the simulation and just wear the Halloween as a penis sheath. Lovely. <laughs> okay. To be clear, what makes this sex toy Halloween-themed is the name uh, and the ghost mode and, in fact, that it's been announced on Halloween. That's about it. 
Um, other than that, it sounds like a delightful year-round thing to pop on your peen. Um, if you fancy getting your paws on a Halloweeny, oh, they're only thirty quid. It's not bad, is it? Uh, it'll take a while to arrive, though. So if you're desperate to get sexy in a Halloween-themed way, would recommend using fake blood as lube. Jesus, what's wrong with you, Metro? Your costume, uh, us- using your costume for some role play, or just going out and putting your dick in a pumpkin for fun. The Metro there recommending going out to the outside world, going out into the public sphere and inserting your penis into a pumpkin. Thanks, Alan Scott of the Metro. That is quality journalism. Uh, Right, here is Cypher. Uh, Uh, It's called Scavenger. And it's on Decipher. And that's... It's got some some early noughties tech step feel to it. Late nineties even. I'm a fan of this. I think this is a good bit of gear. It's called Scavenger. It's by Cypher and it is on Decipher. No, 
Nice, 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 nice. Right, final one from the Metro today. It's suitably ridiculous. Are your hands gay? Uh, Ellen Scott, again, reports, 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 reports. That's right, pals. It's time for some good old-fashioned gay panic. (laughs) This is so ridiculous. Uh, This time... This time around, we aren't questioning your enjoyment of anal play. No, that doesn't make you gay. Or the choice to wear a delightful pink shirt. That doesn't either. Oh, what? I'm doing my best. Um, but are encouraging all those who are insecure about their own sexuality to closely analyse the length of their fingers. You see, new research suggests that the length of your fingers could reveal your sexuality. Uh, according to the research of, from Essex University, the difference between the length of your index and ring fingers might indicate whether or not you're gay or straight. Who in fuck does this research? Essex University. I... <coughs> okay, uh, the study looked at 18 sets of female twins. Big old sample size. Um, each set with one straight twin and one lesbian twin. You know what, in fairness, it's probably quite difficult to find. Uh, that's, that's a pretty specific niche demographic. Uh, and found that the gay female twin tended to have more male typical hands than her sister. Male typical hands means there's a difference between the length of the index finger and the length of the ring finger. Right, yep, okay. Um, women's index fingers and ring fingers are typically the same length. Well, no. Um, this is thought to be due to being exposed to testosterone in the womb. The study also looked at 14 sets of male twins and found, uh, found that the gay twin had slightly more male typical hands than the straight brother. But the difference wasn't viewed as significant. This is so dumb. So essentially the research suggests that if you're gay, your ring and index fingers will be different lengths. Oh, cool. Okay. <laughs> Guess I'm gay then. Uh, bring it on boys Uh, if you're straight your ring and index fingers will be the same length intense uh, intense measuring of fingers Uh, they've got a little survey here it says are your hands gay and the options are my hands do not fall into the rigid definitions of gay or straight Uh, my hands are straight thanks or yeah my hands are super gay okay my hands are super gay that's fine uh, 44% apparently of Metro Reader's hands are quote unquote super gay. Like, time and money went into this. Um, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> People spent their time doing this, this study. What did they hope to achieve? Uh, why did this even, like, who even had this idea in the first place? Like, they're just. They're high, aren't they? They're on drugs at a party, and there's a mix of gay and straight people in the room. And then your hands are, your ring and index finger the same length. Like, hold on a second, well, the gay people have got the same. Oh, we should do. We should go to a university and do some research. This is incredibly important stuff. Oh, well, may the Lord have mercy on us all. Um, okay, last one. Let's do a little bit of classic. A little bit of classic Mafias. It's called The Sirens. I don't think there's anyone out there that for a second would doubt the shoe-throwing potential of this little lace loosener. Justin Mercer in the chat, he says that sound in Alien Girl was sampled from Otto's school bus uh, door opening in The Simpsons. There's a bit of trivia for you. I'm afraid I have to correct you on this as I've actually spoken to Ben, Ed Rush, about it. I, I said, did you sample The Simpsons? Because it's, it's also the same noise in Futurama when the bus door opens in that. And uh, 
he very sadly said no it's from a sample CD but yeah so presumably the Simpsons got it from the same sample CD there's some drum and bass trivia for you in the chat This strikes me as an extremely good time to shout out the VIP list. This is a list of bad motherfuckers that are supporting the show and Threshold.fm as a whole on Patreon. If you want your name on the on this list, go over to Patreon and support. It's Nicholas Gonclaus, Tom Ryan, Reese Mosson, Squidgy Beats Parson, Paulie Hutton, CRN R, Michael Kaczynski, Matthew Tompkins, Dave Long, Joel Potter, Colin Murphy, Sam Howard, Tony J, Richard Patterson. Jack Murphy, Tom Cam, Stephen Harris, Matthew Bullard, Zara Pickle, Jerome Van Thunderbutt, Mike Pye, and Anthony Walker. Fine bunch of bad motherfuckers. Sirens by Mephius, it was on his album. It's me too. Right, fine people at the Flat Earth, fine lobster crew. Lobsters. That's all for today. I will see you tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. A reminder you can get this as a podcast. Just go to iTunes, go to Spotify, go to Stitcher, go to SoundCloud. Go wherever you get your podcasts and search for coffee and memes. That shit will come right up. Yeah. All right. Be good to each other. Don't let your memes be dreams. Be uh, be honest. Be decent. You know, take on your personal responsibility to better orientate yourself in the world. You know, take on, take your bloody pick up your cross and bear it. Life is suffering. <laughs> bear your own cross. <laughs> nah, it's all right. Last bit of a hoot, isn't it? I quite like it. What is the genre of this music? I mean, it's it's a uh, little genre of music. You may have heard of it. It's called drum and bass, and I think it's going to be pretty big this summer. Pretty goddamn big. Right. I'll see you all tomorrow, ten a.m. Take it easy. <laughs>